See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. Deuteronomy 30.15 You are now tuned in to TLUC, the life you choose. If you trust in Jesus, he is the one who opens and closes doors in your life. Like Revelation 2.7 says in the New English Version, What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. Hello, lifers. How have you all been doing? Again, it's been a minute. There's quite a few things to catch up on, but let's get into this podcast. Thank you for joining me here on TLUC, The Life You Choose. What I want to talk to you lifers about today is doors. You know, doors. The doors you can walk in, the doors you can walk out, doors, specifically closed doors. Is there something you have been praying for lately or something that you pray for and been waiting on an answer forever or it seems like forever? Speaking for myself, it's been this move out of Florida. That is What I've been asking God to open a door for me is to move out of Florida. I believe I touched on this a little bit in my last podcast. Well, I'm at this age in this maturity level and in my relationship with God where I'm not moving without an okay from him. Like I want to stay in his will. I'm too old to keep making same mistakes going in a circle and not progressing them in my life. So I ask God, I pray to God, I'm still praying, Lord, if it's your will, because I want to, I want to leave, you know, I never really wanted to come to Florida anyway, but I was like, okay, now I want to go. Help me leave this state. Open a door. Well, I thought I had a job. I thought I had it secured. And the job fell through. They really never told me why. I really didn't question. I just was like, okay. Okay, God, if that's what you're saying. Well, actually, that's not what I said. (laughs) I was pretty upset at God. Aren't we upset sometimes when we don't get our way? You know, like we're like, God, it seems like everybody is doing what they want to do and living the life they want to live and they seem so happy and I'm just asking for this one thing and you're not letting it happen and we go through our whole little rants right well God talked to me about that too he's like while you're waiting fix the attitude fix the attitude a temporary no does not mean a permanent no so after that dealing with my own personal issues with that door being closed to move out of Florida I started looking around for apartments and things because I was going to move anyway, even though I didn't have a job set up because I really never had a problem trying to find a job when I moved somewhere, even before I moved, never had a problem. 
So I started looking around and the, the qualifications and things and, you know, you pull up your credit score and stuff. And my credit score had dropped tremendously. And the reason why I dropped is because my debt to credit ratio had got too big. Like I've been living on credit cards pretty much trying to keep up with the increase of life. You know, you know how everything's increasing. My my car insurance is increasing and rental insurance is increasing and groceries are increasing and utility rates are increasing and my pay rate at work is not increasing. So to make up for these things, I was using credit cards and the higher debt your credit card, you're not paying it off. Well, that's what even if you're paying on time, your score will still drop. And I'm not late on my credit cards or anything, but my debt to credit ratio is, is, is out of hand right now. So I wasn't going to get improved, approved for apartments because of this credit. So I was like, OK, all right. Obviously, it's not the time for me to move out of Florida. Let me just wait on God and make the best of this situation. So that's what I did. Now, still in the meantime, the problem is I still needed to make more money. So I'm like, okay, God, well, okay, I'm staying in Florida, but can you bless me with a better job? I need a job where I have to make more money. Like this is, this is not cutting it. You know, if it wasn't for some family um, that's out of state, like blessing me, I, I don't know how I would be doing it. So, you know, they blessed me and helped me um, at some times that I needed. And I'm working like over 40 hours a week, but the pay is not matching with the bills. So I was like, okay, let me look for another job. So I applied for two other jobs. Now I applied for these jobs in a field that I love. And I know you've heard me speak before of being a professional nanny. I was a professional nanny. Oh, over for over 16 years, 16, 18 years. Um, and then a teacher tolling for, I would say about four years, so over 20 years childcare experience. I have gotten every nanny job I've ever applied. Oh, my life first. I did not get these nanny jobs in Florida. So the first nanny job, you know, I was talking to because I joined the agency. She said that they just changed their mind. Like they they're putting their child in school, which is understandable because a nanny is expensive. It's a luxury. So I said, okay. But then the second nanny job, the one I really wanted, the one that actually I was um, I would be making twice, you know, double what I make now as a teacher. I didn't get and I said, no, I, I need to know why I didn't get this nanny job. Because this has never happened to me before, not getting a nanny job, you know. She says, okay, let me find out. So we're texting back and forth, the director of this agency, this owner. She says that they found something disturbing on my social media. Now, for those who know me, know my life, I'm a very clean person. When I mean clean, I mean, you will not find anywhere online me cussing out folks, getting drunk, dancing on tabletops. Even when I used to be a drinker, you wouldn't find me online drunk and, and, you know, uh, uh, wearing scandalous clothes and, um, just awful things like that's never been my social media. Even before I became born again, um, that's not my character. And also I wouldn't put those type of things on social media. Cause once again, I've always been in childcare, you know, taking people, taking care of people's children, 
So I was like, what did she find on my social media that caused concern? And I even asked uh, my brother, like, what, what what would be on my social? Because he knows uh, what's on my social media. So he says, I think it's something to do with our father. Because when you Google my name, something with my father comes up. Again, if you want to know the story of my father, you can go back in my podcast called Artificial Tree. It's a whole series about it. Sounds like my father. Like, I wouldn't get a job because of my father. So, sure enough, lifers, she texted me and she said that when they Googled my name, they saw information about my family and they, they were they're concerned. Um, they just think that it would affect my adult life. <laughs> now, my the the agency director she was like I know you you know your reputation is great I think this is crazy for them to turn down um having you work for them because of something of your family and plus at your age you're already an adult (laughs) so it's not like you're like 21 and you have all this extra growth to do I said yeah you know so again I said okay so God closed this door that really had nothing to do with me again as I've said in previous podcasts, be careful, parents, of your your life. Be careful of your mistakes. Be careful of the choices you make, because even if you get away with it, your consequent the consequences of of your choices could affect your children. You could mess up their life over something you've done that has nothing to do with them. And this is definitely one of those things, the sins of my father, that affected me with this job. And it was it's for a Christian family. One child, it was like eight minute drive to get there, double what I'm making now. Like y'all, when I tell you this was like a dream job, this would be the kind of job that I would come out of any retirement for. It was that much of a dream job. I was so excited. And I could have, you couldn't have told me I wasn't gonna get this job because I know my credentials. So when that door closed, I said, okay, God, now you closed the door for me to get out of Florida. You're like, nope, it's not time. I said, okay. Or eventually got to okay. And then you now you're closing doors for me to get a better job to be able to take care of myself. And I'm still in Florida. I'm 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 just I'm not understanding. And this is me talking to just like I'm talking to you guys, I'm talking to God. I'm not understanding what you want from me. I know God doesn't want us to struggle like this and be in debt. I mean, the Bible even talks about being, you know, lenders and not borrowers. So here I am trying to better my life financially and you're closing doors on me. So I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, what, what are you trying to tell me, God? What am I doing? The door keeps shutting. And y'all, let me say. You know how we hear, we hear all the motivational speakers and we hear the preachers and they talk about God closes the door and he'll open a window and he'll close a door because he is preparing something better for you and this and that. When you're in the middle of something, when you're going through something and you're struggling, you don't even want to hear all that. You, you can psych yourself out all you want about the doors closing and the wait and wait and wait. When, when you are literally struggling, struggling, trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to come up with this money for a bill that's due in a week? And I'm trying, I can see if you, if you're not trying to better your life, but you're trying to better your life and the door keeps shutting. It's hard. It's hard to keep that faith, you know? So constantly I thank God for like the people that are, are in, that are in my life, specifically family that keep me holding on because you do need to keep 
keep telling yourself, keep hope alive. <laughs> you know that God is faithful. He's faithful. Um, even if it doesn't look like it. And then I, and lately I've been really on the story of Job, you know, the story of Job, a great man. And he went through things and even like death of family members and lost everything. And he didn't, he didn't deserve those things, you know? So who are we? Who are we to say we don't deserve to go through things and, you know, this and that. So I've been really focused on to stop complaining because even in the midst of my struggle and my, my hardship, I still have more than, than a lot of other people have. So I said, okay, Lord, you close the door to move right now. You close the door for me to leave my job. How am I going to take care of myself? I, I'm, I'm tapped out. What, what do you want me to do? And this is what God said to me again, again, life first. My story is supposed to help others that I have a ministry and I'm supposed to use that ministry to show God's grace, mercy, love, to draw, to draw people's curiosity for Jesus Christ. And I'm not using it. And I'm like, well, Lord, um, what is that supposed to mean? How am I going to pay my bills on that, on a ministry, on my life being a ministry? And this is one of the ways, podcasting. And I have not made a podcast, I think it's been like, I want to say a month, if not over a month. And I keep falling off the wagon with the podcasting. And I've, I've gotten better with posting inspirational things on my other social media, like my Instagram page, um, Facebook pages and things like that, reels. And I even, um, I'm not quite monetized on my uh, Facebook reels, but I'm getting close. Like I need more followers. My reels are getting the views, but I need more followers. And as you know, when you get monetized, you get money for the reels. So that is spreading the word of Jesus. And I'm supposed to be, um, you know, doing speaking engagements and, and things to that nature, talking about Jesus and what he's done for me in my life and just his goodness. And I'm like, okay, well, Lord, to get to that point, I need a door to open, right? We need a door to open. I haven't made a name for myself. I need a door to open. And the Holy Spirit keeps saying, just be faithful of what I'm telling you and, and, and what you do have. Be faithful for the things you do have. You have everything you need. This is what the Holy Spirit keeps telling me. I have everything I need to open this door to being this spiritual coach, the spiritual motivational leader, and to be, you know, getting paid for these things. So here I am back again, doing a podcast with these closed doors, pushing me to be in ministry. And it's not something like I've never wanted to be a preacher. Lord, I don't want that life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I definitely do not want that life. Even the whole thing of being, um, a speaker, inspirational speaker and motivational speaker and spiritual coach and all those things that in itself is, is it's a lot of responsibility. And I know God is preparing me for when that door opens, but in the meantime, this waiting season, it's hard, but I'm, I'm trying to trust God. 
you know, trying to trust God, not question, not force a door open. Cause y'all know when you try to force something and you get out the will of God, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing at all. So I'm being still and knowing that he is God. Um, I'm trying to really have my ears open to listen to the direction he's moving me. He definitely does not want me back in the nanny field. Now I'll apply for some other fields, but one thing I know for sure he does not want me going back to the nanny field. So the, the one job that I do have now as a, 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 a teacher at a preschool, a day school, um, I love the job. It just does not pay enough, but I love the job. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me why he has me there. Not only is this job literally two minutes from my home. So if anything ever happened uh, transportation wise, I can get there. No problem. But it's also my body is going through some stages right now that other jobs I can't do. I simply cannot do. And this job is so flexible and understanding that that's where I'm supposed to be right now. So you 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 say to yourself, well, why would God have you somewhere doing something you can't even make enough money to take care of yourself? And then you just kind of like think back, like, did I put myself in this situation? And I thought back to the bills and things. You know, my life was different just only three months ago. My life was different. I didn't have as many bills, you know, three months ago. And also I was spending money because I didn't know what situation that was about to hit me. So I was spending money and it, it I wasn't feeling the effect of it because I wasn't going through what I'm going through right now. And my bills weren't as high as right now. Does that make sense? You know, so if I would have not spent so much money for whatever reason, thinking that, well, I have it under control because I've, I've been having it under control, thinking my situation wasn't going to change, then I wouldn't be in this financial body. I hope that makes sense without saying, you know, all the business and stuff like that. But God, he, he, he'll, he'll get me out. He, he always does, right? You repent. You say, okay, I understand. Lesson learned. Even sometimes it may take us two or three times to learn a lesson like, Lord, okay, I get it. You know, I get it. Just help me out this situation this time. And y'all, you know, God can just blow on your situation and change it overnight. Someone can be hearing this podcast and say, I want this young lady. Now I've listened to all her podcasts. I've listened to her stories, you know, of her family and what she's been through. And I feel she would bless my congregation and pay me $2,000 to speak to their congregation. God can do anything. He could do anything. He could do it in a blink of an eye. You know, my brother sent me this video, this YouTube video of this young man. Well, I think he's in his 40s, I believe, um, which is still young, but not like 20 something of this barbecue guy. I think his name is Les, L-E-S, Les Barbecue. He's like the, the smoke oxtail king. He's on Instagram and things like that. And he sent me this video. And the main points of this video that was so incredible to me is that, first of all, my brother, he had a catering business and, and um, he's an awesome cook and smoker and barbecuer as well as preacher. And we used to post his stuff online and things like that. And he, you know, did okay, did oh well. This guy does 
smoked oxtails and he was like who you you know the guy on this video was like who do you know do smoked oxtails and my like my brother did the smoke oxtails you know he literally blew up and I mean millionaire status y'all in like six months six months six months getting online he did a viral video um six months it take people years to get what he's if they ever do um, to get what he's accomplished in six months. I don't know if it was even six months. Like he started like in, his video went viral in April of 2023. And even he was talking about, you know, how his life has changed so rapidly. Because when something is for you, it's for you. You can have two different people do the same exact thing the same exact way go the same exact route have the same audience be the same age the same gender the same race (laughs) and one can become successful and the other one fall flat on their face what is for you is for you and especially if you're giving it all to God like I said in my intro If you are believing in Jesus and that he will close and open doors, you're giving it all to God. You're praying, Lord, if thy will be done, you know, he can do it if he wants to do it. And if it's meant for you. So we just have to trust in this waiting season of going through all of this. Now, you still you still put some action to it. You put some action to your waiting, but you still wait with a good attitude and you're trusting in God. And when that door closed, you leave it closed. Okay. You're not prying it open. You're not busting out a window, <laughs> not knocking off the, the safety locks. When the door closes, you know, that is closed. And one thing I know for sure, two things that have happened in the past three months, God shut down the door for me to leave Florida right now. And he shut down the door for me to go back into the nanny provision. So now I'm waiting on him to see what the next move. And I know he will provide, right? Because you've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seen them begging bread. You know what I'm saying? So trust in God. I hope you guys got what you needed to receive from this podcast about closed doors. Hold on. Stay in the word of God. Stay in prayer, stay within the right network of people speaking life into your situation. Any type of negativity that is in your circle, get rid of it. And remember, we don't do things like the world does things like there's there's avenues I could have taken that I know would have been out of God's will. And that's another thing before I end this podcast. If you have to do something that does not go with the word of God to get out of a situation that you're in, it is not of God. Okay. It is no, for a fact, you're not supposed to be doing it. If it goes against anything the word of God has said, and you're doing it to get out your situation, it is not of God because God is not a liar. Okay. So on that note, I will catch y'all next time. Lifers has been a pleasure as always. Keep me in your prayers. Keep me, you know, um, just in your thoughts, good thoughts. And, and I will pray for all my lifers, everyone who 
under the sound of my voice. I, I pray. I pray good things for you. I pray God to give you your heart's desire or to change the desire of your heart. So you will have peace and happiness. I pray for you to have good health. Until next time. Ta-ta.